Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Alex, nine weeks of fantasy football are in the bag. And me, I am eight and one, sitting alone, lonely at the top of our league. How'd you do this week? Uh, I took the big fat L. Travis Kelsey decided to not show up Sunday morning to mm. the to the delight of nobody. Ooh. And uh, you know, sometimes you just lose to last place teams like I did in two different leagues this week. Um being at uh, the second or third seed uh coming into the week. So kind of a kind of a strange week. Some people got CJ Strouded, CD Lambded. Um yeah. kind of a you know, just kind of a funky week. Uh funky week nine, and we're on to week ten. Well, starting off, that's a great segue uh, with how funky it was. Starting off, our waivers with the pickup of the week, undoubtedly. No, it does not get any better <laughs> than one Keaton Mitchell. Oh, my God. Here we go. Who went from All right. third running back on the roster. Ding, ding, ding. Take, get to your 100-yard rusher. And the only. This is so Again, dumb. with how this weird so of a week dumb. it was. Keaton Mitchell, the only player in week nine with more than 100 rushing yards, despite not having a single NFL carry before this week. <clears throat> so uh, based on your reaction, you're going to run out there and drop, what, 30 fab, 30% fab on Keaton Mitchell? Wait, you don't have any. You have zero. I'm spending zero dollars on Keaton Mitchell. Because you don't have any. I'm not adding him in any league because you don't have any fab to add him with in our league and maybe one other that is the case but gus edwards is running back 10 on the season after another two gus edwards performance. Went double digit points in one out of the first six games keep telling me gus edwards is good at football he okay. has yet to go over 100 rushing yards keaton mitchell plays on the same team did it in his first chance Keaton Mitchell was up twenty-three to three when he was decided to run all over uh, whoever the sorry yeah, bombs all they over. Were You're right for a forty-yard touchdown and then a sixty-yard run in the uh, shortly thereafter, and the game was over. Have fun at go go spend all of your fab on Keaton Mitchell who plays the Browns this week. I'm sure it's going to end up really great for all of you uh, truthers out there for an undrafted. Uh, running back that literally none of the 32 teams even wanted to draft let even the ravens didn't even draft him and now he's going to be a fantasy football stud the rest no he's not he's not he's, he's just why not are, this is so why, stupid why are you so bent out of shape on him i'm not bent out of shape it's just hey a guy goes and scores in garbage time let's all throw a freaking huge part like who cares no. <clears throat> Five eight, one hundred and ninety-two pounds. Oh, talk the to me. Ravens average the second most rushing attempts per game in the NFL with almost thirty-four attempts per game. Yeah. The wheels on the bus go round and round. Uh I, I was reading just because the the keaton mitchell stuff is just so stupid right so he's rostering one percent of espn leagues he's going to be available uh but here's the this this is per espn 
Yeah. Ma- manager, managers may be worried about his height and weight, but don't be. Mitchell's build is eerily similar to Warwick Dunn, who averaged 13.3 oh. fantasy points per game during his 12-year career. You want to crown his ass? Just crown his ass. I didn't know. I didn't know if I went out and dropped like 10 fab on him, I'm getting work done. I'll add work done to my team. Does Are that you make, work done does, talking does make, about Keith Mitchell Does that Mitchell make yet? Gus Bus, Mike Allscott? Okay, there we... I don't... No, absolutely not. This is so... You're not stupid. done? You're not work done talking about him yet? I'm, I'm glad because he's fantastic. Keep going. Nine times 138 yards and a score. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. It's just... The Ravens rush for almost 300 yards. They did. Justice Hill, Gus Edwards. They're very good. They run a lot. Keaton Mitchell in mostly garbage time. They just absolutely Lamar had 60. A good team. Um... They have a winning record. The Seahawks aren't very good. Like they're Gino, five and three. Geno, no, they're not. Geno Smith is not has not had very good couple weeks here. I think he has like two or more turnovers in three games or something like that. Um, so they're they're just they're not they're not it. Sorry. Well. Oh. Should you decide they are five, they are five and three for the record, but they're bad. Should you decide to go for Keaton Mitchell? It's really just the upside that we're talking about. So, um, you know, you're not going to turn around and plug them into your rosters, but there would have to be a couple, there would have to be at least one injury, right? Because him getting more carries than Justice Hill and Gus and Lamar's probably still the best running back there. Even though Gus has fallen in the end zone seven times in the last three weeks, I think Keaton, like, you're not going to play Keaton Mitchell this week against, I think against Cleveland. So, what's the point? He's just a stash. Honestly, he's, he's a potential league winner if something happens to Gus because of how often they run the ball. And he does have some juice. Yes, I think something happens. Something has to happen to Gus for him to get, you know, a, a reliable workload. But maybe not even just Gus, right? Because Gus isn't the passing down guy. If something happens to Justice Hill, who's been dealing with foot and hamstring injuries um, for the better part of the season, then maybe Keaton Hill can get some injuries. So if either one of those two things happen, I think that there's a window for Keaton Mitchell to get reliable snaps and touches. Um, but so long as those two guys are healthy, He's just, he's only going to get in in games like this where they're up 17-3 at halftime. But, but he did have five rushing attempts when it was a two-score game. So he was mixed in in the first half. Yeah, Um, and he's just coming back because he's healthy now. And Gus Edwards was on the injury list with a toe injury all week, and they took him off on Saturday. Like, I, I get some of it, but it's just. But theoretically, looking at their schedule, they play the Browns. That's a no-go. Then you have the Bengals. I mean, that's not going to be a blowout. And then you have the Chargers. Like, maybe 
who have been really good. Chargers who have been really blowout. good, really good against the run. Um, by the week, Rams, by, Rams by week week thirteen, Rams Jacksonville 49ers. Not not great schedule. No, no, not by any means. And that's really goes for all Ravens running backs, let alone Keaton Mitchell. So, um, you would you would need an injury to play him reliably. I really just don't view him as anything more than like a Tajay Spears. Like he's a great bench stash is really what he is. Yep. That's about it. Thank God that, that tells thank God you. that's over. My God. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as fab goes for, a, for a bench stash, I mean, you're just it's a couple bucks. Uh, and that's if you want him. Um, if you're low on fab or, you know, way out in first place, like some of us are, then you can just do a zero dollar bid. And if you get them, you get them. You don't really need them, probably, if you're at the top of your leagues, which means you probably have to be if you're still listening to us this late into the season. Um, because like 90% of the people fall off about week six. <laughs> correct. Or at least it well, seems like it. All right. Um, moving on from Keaton Mitchell. Oh. Is Deonta Foreman the guy for the bears so i dropped is him roshan a, ever yeah i, dro- I dropped him in a couple leagues just because yeah like yeah roshan's there uh they designated herbert to return from the ir so he's going to start practicing this week uh uh-huh. assumption is is that he'll probably be active this week and so i want none of them if i do want anybody it's herbert and i think foreman's yeah. going to be a a pain in the side. Roshan's playing special teams. So I think you can safely drop Roshan Johnson in any and all leagues. Um, Foreman and Herbert, I guess, with the the nod to Herbert. Yeah, and Herbert didn't really do much of anything special. I mean, he doesn't, attempts. but he's clearly the best uh pass protector that they have because they were playing blocks I, I meant foreman oh sorry foreman has is awful as a blocker uh yeah and, i just meant in the last game like foreman he was the guy but and he had all the carries but i know he averaged over four yards a carry but i just i don't know i was whelmed yeah and yes yeah herbert's very average too he's the Her- herbert's Better than Foreman because of the pass blocking, and he'll have more catches and checkdowns. So, I if Herbert is available, I'd much prefer to have Herbert over anybody else. What are you doing with Roshan? I'm dropping him. You think he's safely droppable now? He's not going to turn around and get the workload? I don't think so. At any point? No. Sorry. I know that's your pipe dream, but... Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Does it make any sense to to hold on through the bye and see if coming out of the bye week they make a change to put a little juice into the offense? Yeah, you know, so they're going to be well eliminated by Roshan's by average in 43%, Herbert's roster in 57%. Um, I, that should be a much wider spread. So if you have Roshan and Herbert's available, you're pivoting to Herbert. 100%. Yeah. Yep, probably. Pour one out for 
Roshan Johnson just couldn't. They really tried to give him the gig at the beginning of the season, then he got hurt. Yeah, he got that concussion when when Herbert went down, and that was his chance to take over, and it just didn't happen. Well, he missed, what, two games with it? Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, I would hate to think that maybe he's being penalized for missing time. I don't don't know. No, that's not the case. But, all right, Charbonnet is playing more snaps than Kenny Walker in consecutive games. Uh Uh-oh. yeah, he led the nation with 168 all-purpose yards per game at UCLA last season. Uh, is Zach Charbonnet taking over Kenneth Walker III's backfield? No, I don't think so. Just a time show. No, you don't think so? Well, he's rostered in about 30% of leagues, uh, and he is seeing more work. I know Walker is dealing with injuries, so I think that has a lot of what's the reason behind it all. Um, but you are, he should be added. You, you got to have okay. bench space, right? But I mean, he's a guy that's going to be available or dropped and then added and then dropped. And eh, it goes back to kind of what we talked about last week a little bit with, uh, Hey, just add some of these backup guys and he should be at the top of the backup list along with Spears. Charbonnet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding, Walker, man. 16 rushing yards on nine carries against the Ravens. Like, they just got absolutely housed by the Ravens. Um, So, but Charbonnet, you know, he only had eight rushing yards on his four carries. So, it's not like he did anything with it anyway, right? I agree. Um, Next up, they have the Commanders, who just lost Chase Young and Montez Sweat. So, Should be a little bit easier to do something against them, but yeah, I'm yeah, running out for Charbonnet. And Ramondre Stevenson snapped off a 60-some yard touchdown against them. Mm-hmm. Sh- shocker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jamal Williams. Um, Camara's offensive snaps are declining. Are you thinking about stashing Jamal Williams on your bench or Kendra Miller? No. No, uh, I'm not. Jamal Williams, finally healthy. Taysom, Taysom Hill honestly limits those other guys too much. Yeah, Taysom Hill, double-digit snaps at quarterback for the second straight game. Yeah, I mean, they're nothing more than a, a safety play. It's, uh, I, you know, that offense is so bad to watch. Even against a bum Bears team, that that offense uncomfortably sucks. bad to watch. Yeah, very bad. And Kamara has just been wildly inefficient all season. It's true. Are we doing? Uh, you want him for Jefferson? I'll trade you Kamara for Jefferson. I offered you that straight up, and you didn't react to it. Is uh, that is that, that on the? Is that a real offer? It is a real offer uh, because okay. Because he went 9 for 26 against the Bears and averaged 2.9 yards per carry? No, I just thought he was going to have like 10 catches against the Bears. And then he somehow didn't. 4 for 44. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of somebody that uh, has been targeted, uh, the ghost of 
Antonio Gibson is back, uh, back-to-back weeks with five catches uh, for the Commanders, uh, five for 28 against Philly, five for 42 against New England this past week. Also tacked on six carries for 34 yards. Um, thoughts on Antonio Gibson? Kind of a strange one. Um, I 40, mean, 44% I feel- snap share. I feel like the Washington backfield has always had a productive third down running back for basically as long as I can remember with, was it Chris Thompson before? Mm. Um, And like, he was like one of those guys at the beginning of every season that would like, he would go undrafted in drafts or like one of the last couple of rounds. And then for whatever reason, be like a running back two, yeah, like high end running, like a top fifteen guy through the first like three weeks, and then he would always just like completely wreck himself. Yeah, that's a great and miss, name. Like that's the a, rest of the season, that's really good. I like that a lot. That was a good pull. Yeah. Uh, and Antonio Gibson actually came in. You know, they were on the same team for a while, but Antonio Gibson is now kind of in the Chris Thompson role. Um, honestly, I view I view that role as basically like like weekly like running back 30 to running back 40, like a low end flex play running back. If you had to, um, in the right matchup, it makes sense. Like, I don't know what it was at new England. He had 11 and a half points, six carries and five catches, um, scratching 75 yards. So I could see him doing the same thing against Seattle weekend. The week after that, they play the giants. I could see him doing it there too. Um, Dallas, probably not Miami. Sure. They're going to be down. It's going to be a really positive script for him. Uh, the playoffs, I would not play any Washington commanders <laughs> in the no. fantasy playoffs with at the Rams, at the jets and home against San Francisco. Like, oh, that's why I traded Brian Robinson away. So, um, but I, I really think he just has kind of weekly flex upside, uh, Something has to happen to Brian Robinson to have true value. But somebody else that I would rather have is, I mean, are we ready to talk about Jarek McKinnon yet? We're going into the bye week. Yeah, have we, finally, got, have we finally gotten there? <laughs> Does he come out of the other side of the bye to McKinnon land? I mean, he he didn't, he hasn't done anything to remotely show that it will happen like it happened last year when basically second half of the season he took over and was like a top five running back. But we're going into the bye. The offense, I think it's fair to say, is struggling. Uh, yeah, um, I, he, he had a touchdown this week, but again, he hasn't had more than three catch, catches in a game. Ah, I mean, maybe you hope he explodes against Philly. So like you roster yeah. him one more week not this week uh because of the bye but yeah, you don't uh, need try, to roster him through the bye yeah try to you could grab keaton mitchell see if he strikes lightning twice and ugh. but yes and so god you you will just you trying to trigger me it's working i don't like it i know you're so easy to troll yeah but Whatever, we'll get back to that. Um, so yeah, I would keep McKinnon on the bench or or drop him, um, Adam before the Philly game. We'll talk about him next week. 
Okay. Uh Ken- Kenny Gainwell had a rushing touchdown. If Swift gets yes, hurt, he he, he's clearly the clearly the guy there. Um, so just add random ass running backs. Uh, they can be your friend down the stretch here. Um. So my next guy is in the mold of Taysom Hill, where he he uh, you know his main position is one position, but then he also moonlights. At another position where he's potentially better at at getting points, and so um, we're gonna move past. We're gonna drive right past the Krogh kicker corner, and we're gonna go to Jason's kicker recommendation, and that is Dare Agumbawale. What the hell? The kicker is going out of the on? week. Uh, no, no. What do you mean no? He's the best kicker in the game. He converted a 29-yard field goal attempt in Sunday's 39-37 win over the Tampa Bay. And he's also a running back. He's the most athletic kicker, potentially in the history of the NFL. He's my kicker out of the week. Did I did I steal your thunder? He wasn't going to be your kicker at too, was he? No. Oh. Just You're bad, right. not as smart as me. You just, wouldn't have thought of that. Just bad fantasy advice. Um <coughs> don't don't Probably. please please don't go do that. Uh speaking of other players that potentially you should have, let's go to some wide receivers. Um crazy uh week for the Texans where essentially you have like four four guys that you can play on a week here. Uh with Nico Collins, Tank Dell, <sighs> Noah Brown. And, mm. Dal- and Dalton Schultz, uh, who was a free agent in one of my mm. 12 teamers that I added, even though I had Kelsey. Pretty crazy uh, output for CJ Stroud and the Texans. Uh, and and if, if you look at their home road splits, they're pretty glaring, which is why I started Nico Collins in a league this week, uh, where CJ Stroud has been great at home, not so great on the road. But, yeah, I mean, Noah Brown was great. Tank Dell was great. Collins tacked on a tutty uh, as well. So go get yourself some Texans. Go get yourself some Texans indeed. Uh, Personally, personally, I think the one to roster who's still available in almost half of ESPN leagues magically is Tank Dell. Uh, Tank Dell uh, had 11 targets. Uh, this is his second week back post-injury, so kind of ramping up. And he was flying high. Yeah, he was electric. Going into his in- going into his injuries. Um, but now, uh, against Tampa at home, 11 targets, 6 catches, 114 yards, and 2 scores, including back-to-back receptions to basically win as time expired. Um, was the guy to take him the distance. So I'm really, really enjoying having Tank Dell on basically all of my rosters. Um, CJ Stroud banged the table for him on draft day. They, they took him and man has, have those two shown a ton of potential Stroud. I mean, based on what he's shown, do you think he's, I mean, I think he's easily a top 15 quarterback in the league. But I think he could potentially be a top 10 quarterback in the league with how good he's looked. I mean, 
the way that he was just carving up the Tampa Bay defense to win at the end of that game was just unbelievable. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I like watching good players be great, and I hope he's a good one. Uh, I would also just like to mention that uh, what the Texans have been around since 2002-ish. And, Ish. And they have Deshaun Watson, and now they have C.J. Stroud. Like how? Yeah. Just really frustrating. and I Lose feel a lot and just keep keep taking them until they hit. Kind of feel bad for Panthers fans. Uh, after, after yeah, they have to be frustrated, him. although they won't admit it. Go Bryce Young. Well, he gets his chance to beat the Bears this week. Uh, other wide receivers to take a peek at: uh, Demario Douglas. Uh, we talked about him last week. Uh, he led them in receiving yards this past week. Uh, had seven targets uh, for Mac Jones. Kendrick Bourne's out for Ooh. the season. Uh, Demario, it's a me. Demario, um, I guess you can add him. It's only rostered in twenty-two percent of leagues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, popular ad last week was uh, available in about fifty percent of leagues. Um, was added in close to thirteen percent of ESPN leagues going into this week's games, or week nine, I should say. Um, but Jahan Dotson now has. Geez, do math, Jason. Uh, 26 targets in the last three games, um, which is a real healthy number. Uh, but eight targets against New England uh, turned into four catches, so a little inefficient there on the conversion. Uh, but 69 yards and a score. Nice. nice. There it is. For 15 fantasy points and a half PPR scoring. Um that offense is showing signs of life. Sam Howell, I think, is a guy that can play football. So I would definitely kind of be on the lookout for Jahan Dotson. Um, but going back to that run-heavy Baltimore offense, are you doing anything with Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, seven targets, five for 56 and, and a touchdown line? No, again, this, the touchdown came in garbage time. It actually came from Todd Hundley. Uh, I think it's Todd Hundley, right? Um, and is, is that the old Cubs catcher? <laughs> uh, What's his first name? It is Brett. Brett Hundley. Todd Hundley, former MLB catcher. Brett Hundley. Um, and that was in garbage time as well at the end of the game. So, uh, no, I'm not putting any focus on Odell it took nine weeks for him to score a touchdown probably take a couple more for the next one ouch okay sorry um man are there any other like Jackson Smith and Jigba's out there he's rostered in about half a leagues he has 18 targets over the last three which is not like a million but he had seven against Baltimore turning into six catches for 63 uh, targets and Sunday's loss to Baltimore. So, like, maybe, maybe, you know, like, yeah, I want guys like Jackson Smith and Jigba, Rasheed Rice, Quentin Johnson, even though he's like doing nothing against the Jets. Um, but I know he's going to be elevated into a more significant role. Um, but you know, maybe like a Jaden Reed. 
yeah you know, even, those, even like even like Khalil Shakir who we talked about last week he caught yeah. all, all four of his targets again this week again he's only not caught one of his passes thrown to him four for 57 on four targets in a offense that throws a lot yeah I mean he's now I would say probably firmly the wide receiver three for that team and you know if Josh if you, Allen if is you're desperate gonna have to score right yeah, if you're desperate, or, you know, there's a ton of teams on by next week. Those, I think, are all viable options. Um, that does it for running backs and wide receivers. Quarterbacks, anybody you are, wait, hold on. And anybody that we just mentioned, are you spending any fab on these guys? No, I'm not. Like, a sprint, pick a rookie or, or maybe two if you if you got some end of the bench space and just, you know, plunk them down there but yeah and even like josh downs who we talked up last week after being like pretty consistent one target one catch against carolina um like super disappointing so he'll probably get dropped in a bunch of leagues uh don't be afraid to add him back so he was ruled out with a knee injury so he left this uh, right. He was questionable all quarter. week, and then tried to give it a go, and then came out. Yeah, yep, yeah. He came out in the second quarter, and then was ruled out for the rest of the game. So, um, I don't know. But, uh, back to quarterbacks. Um, I mean, Deshaun Watson's available. It's He's only rostering sixty-two percent of leagues. If you're desperate, you can add him. He I literally does. thought it was going to be sixty-nine, and I was like, "That's just the most serendipitous thing in the world." Yeah, well, um, so you can add him. Um, maybe Matt Stafford if he comes back. Um, Russell, I would add C.J. Stroud in every league after putting up forty points. Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson has. Uh, they were on Don't a buy this. That. That's gross. I feel he, dirty. I agree, but he has 16 touchdowns and only four picks through eight weeks, so he's averaging two tutties a week. Did um, he get to the number of bathrooms in his house yet? Has he cleared that? Yeah, that six, 16 is definitely more than he had for most of the season last year, and that's only in eight weeks. 12. So, uh, Down the stretch at Detroit, home against New England, home against the Chargers. Um, depending on weather, it could be bad, but uh, Buffalo, Minnesota, Cleveland, Houston – chargers detroit so you know could you, you could do worse than russ if, if you're in a tight spot uh only rostering 55 percent of leagues and hell okay hell add josh joshua dobbs uh who had seven carries for 66 yards didn't know any of his teammates names he had three touchdowns 20 for 30 doesn't know the offense his coach is translating plays in the headset for him unbelievable story um i I mean you want to talk about a weird year right he's quarterback nine joshua dobbs can i tell you that i saw the greatest tiktok of my life today uh you did not you failed to mention that to me it was a minnesota vikings fan very inebriated with like the vikings theme song in the background Skull, uh, Viking, Skull. And, uh, you know, you just heard like a vibrating noise and you didn't know what it was. And then he lifts his hand up and he has like a Manscaped vibrating razor and he shaves off both of his eyebrows. 
to be like Dobbs? And it says, Joshua Dobbs season. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I, I very much enjoyed it. Could you imagine <laughs> that guy going to work? <laughs> I made I made a mistake yesterday at the game. Sans eyebrows? Just freaking wild, man. Not good. Absolutely wild. Uh tight ends. Uh we're back to taste yes. we're back to taste some hill season. Somehow only rostered in thirty nine percent of leagues. He's tight end number six on the year. Um go get yourself some Taysom Hill. Uh been double digits each of the last three weeks at Minnesota next week. They just give him the I think ball. I called that like three weeks ago. Yeah, I mean he's again I talk about him every year. You shit on me every year, and he's a top ten tight end every year. He's so, a quarterback. So here we are. Tight end eligibility. Taysom Hill. Doesn't make any sense. Um, also, Kyler uh, Kyler Murray, I guess, quarterbacks, if you're looking for one. He, he's available. Uh, running backs that I failed to mention, uh, Leonard Fournette is still on the Bills practice squad. He's only rostering like 15% of leagues. So wanted to, wanted to mention that. We're just all over the goddamn place, aren't we? It's true, but people expect that from us at this point. Um Tight ends, Kate Otten had a couple touchdowns. Johnu Smith, uh, Luke Musgrave, Juwan Johnson finally scored a touchdown after a, a big year last year. You know, every time I hear his name, I think of Juwana Man. I don't know if I know who that is. Okay. I'm not, like, crapping on it. Um, Juwana so- Man was a film in the early 2000s with uh, Vivica A. Fox and Miguel Nunez Jr., had genuine in it and Kim Wayans. All right. And it's there's your random com random ass movie for the week. Oh. Uh Trey uh, Trey it, Trey the- McBride is also available. He rostered in forty three percent of leagues. Kyler's coming back. Um, even though for the putrid Arizona offense this week still did have five targets, three for twenty two. I would expect that to be substantially better on a go forward with Kyler. So Joanna man is the tale of a basketball star becoming a female impersonator and joining women's basketball after being suspended from men's basketball. There is a 0% chance that movie could be made now. Very similar to Tropic Thunder. No way. The film's film's title is a play on the phrase. You want a man. It's Joanna man. Ah. Um, also, I, I just want to point this out for Taysom Hill. This is from ESPN Stats and Info uh, over the weekend. Hill's the fifth player in NFL history to have at least 10 passing touchdowns, 10 receiving touchdowns, and 10 rushing touchdowns in their career. And he's the first to do it since 1964. The f- previous four players to do it are all Hall of Famers. So just wanted to, to throw that. Taysom Hill to the Hall of Fame? Is that what we're talking about right now? I mean, could you imagine the celebration we might have on this podcast if that were to happen? Jesus. Ooh. All right, we Jason. smoke cigars. Oh, uh, maybe. Oh, I don't know how to smoke cigars, just for the record, because they really mess me up. Oh, okay. Well, we can learn. Probably. All right, Jason. Uh, I think we're to everybody's favorite new segment, which is where you get to give everybody your D. Oh, man. There's so many things. So week 10. Week 10. Gosh. 
You know, if you had the Saints in week nine against Chicago, you're probably holding on to them and playing them at Minnesota in week 10. If you have the Cowboys defense, you win your league next week because they're playing the Giants at home and they are going to absolutely obliterate them. They might have 10 sacks. Yikes. That's <laughs> you're right. That's very good. Um, the Colts dropped, what, 30 points? on defense against Carolina. Like they 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 scored 28 the Colts defense scored 28 fantasy points. They had two defensive scores. They had three picks including two pick sixes by the same defensive player and four sacks. And they scored 28 fantasy points. And this week they played New England who is not good at football. So I'm surprised. Like I'm surprised you're not going with the Raiders, uh, who after destroying yes. the, destroying the Giants, now get to play the Jets at home uh, with yeah. their, with their new head coach, new attitude, and uh, that feels like a nine to seven game. Yeah, and Zach Wilson just, way. just getting sacked like five times. Well, and and you know what, Garoppolo or Aiden, what's his name? Aiden O'Connell. Exactly. Um, I could see that happening. Panthers at Chicago, probably not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> would you Would you like to tell uh, everybody about the article they were reading before we came on, uh, where they recommended picking up the Bears defense, starting them this week? <laughs> yes, yes. The Bears was one. The Bears defense was a highly recommended pickup for next week uh, because the Bears play Carolina at home, and you know. They just have this vaunted Bears defense with the addition of Montez Sweat. It's really going to be all that in a bag of potato chips against Bryce Young at home. I mean, I think they'll score positive points, but, you know, three out of nine weeks have been double digits. The other, what is that, six haven't been over four points. Well, one of those six was four. The other five were you know, either one or zero points. So I'm not start. I'm not touching the Bears defense with a pole. Um, <laughs> I think, man, there's some good defenses because of the buys too. See, like you always have to be patrolling. And the, one of my favorite things is to, to see who players in your fantasy leagues drop to make additions. And, you know, I, I made some interesting drops last week that garnered some fab bids after the fact, but, uh, yeah, Zay flowers. Yeah. And you yeah, did, and you and, didn't miss him. And I did not miss him because he did a whole lot of nothing. But, um, I think if you had to, you could squeeze one out of the, the Falcons at Arizona, if Kyler doesn't play, no, nah, he's playing. As long as he uh, has a good week in practice, yeah, he's playing this week. You think? Yep. Yeah, they announced it today. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then I think you're right. I think I will go with the Las Vegas Raiders at home against the Jets. Yeah, go back Drop to the twenty. Go back to the well. Go back to the well. They had eight sacks against the Giants, scored 20 fantasy points, only gave up six points in the game. Week before that against Detroit, still scored 13 fantasy points. This team has really come on. And honestly, 
I love it because I hate Josh McDaniels. Yeah, F that guy. Um, over to the Krogh kicking corner. Uh, last week you had Ben Groupie. Uh, he beat out my guy of Brandon Aubrey by Did one really? point. By one point. Uh, See, I'm so, much better at this than you. So, c- congratulations. Uh, we're back this week <laughs> uh, picking guys that are under 50% uh, rostered. Uh, off my recommendation, Brandon Aubrey's uh, uh, roster percentage went up nearly 13% last week for the Cowboys. So, uh, thank you to the millions of you that are listening to our podcast. <laughs> I'm going to pass out. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Um, all right, so where should we go for the kicking corner uh, this week? It should be noted that Ben, uh, sorry, Blake Group uh, off of Jason's uh, recommendation only went up 9.6%. So thank you to those believing in me, uh, the founder of this uh, wonderful segment. Um, so where should we go? Um, I think, I mean, if he's available, I'm going to take him. He's the number one kicker in fantasy this year. Dustin Hopkins, rostered in 42.9% of leagues somehow uh, at Baltimore this week. Uh, I will take Dustin Hopkins, number one kicker in fantasy. Who knew? Although he's had some massive weeks, so probably a bunch of people knew, but. This is supposed to be some obscure kicker ad segment. Oh, and you just fucking recommended the number one kicker. Yeah, he's rostering forty three percent of leagues. Like this is, like this is some non chalk thing. It's literally the number one goddamn kicker, and you're just out here like, holy guys, well, we, we said he, he had to be. Why just add the number one kicker? Two, three, four, <laughs> five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12. He's the 13th highest uh, rostered kicker. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I mean, okay, fine. I will add uh, Jake Moody, who's coming off of a bye for San Francisco. Does that make you happy? And it's probably That's more better. That is so much better. Actually, I'll do one better. I'm going back to the well with Brandon McManus. Uh because he's my guy. Uh rostered in 18.9% of leagues uh kicker 7 on the season coming off a of bye. So there you go. Brandon McManus, my preseason kicker number 4. I'm um, I'm back on the McManus train. Okay. Ho- home against San Francisco so they'll move the ball, they'll get stopped, they'll kick a field goal. All right. You can uh, put me down for the bigger dicker kicker, Mr. Cameron Dicker. Uh, home against Detroit this week. A couple of field goals in uh, the Jets game last week. Uh, Double-digit points, puntos, in back-to-back weeks against Chicago. And at the Jets, week 10, home against Detroit. It's a good team. They're going to put up points. Can move the ball in Detroit. I'm just envisioning a little bit more of a higher scoring game. I think Dicker is going to be in a position to put up some puntos, and there you go. That's my kicker recommendation. All right, so rostered. We, you, no, go ahead. No, we 
if you made it to the end of the podcast, we're going to re- reward you with hopefully some fun. Um, if you didn't see it on Reddit, uh, I sent it out to uh, a couple of different leagues that I was in, and I'm going to read some of this Reddit post. Guy in my league is offering Tony Powered for CMC, and I get to bang his wife one time. Uh, the story oh is a uh, guy in my league is three and five and desperate to turn his team around, needs more consistency with the running back position. He sent me a text saying he wants CMC, but there's really not anyone on his team that I want. I'm currently seven and one, so I don't need to make any changes, really. He said I could bang his wife one time if I accept the trade, if it goes through. Honestly, it's pretty tempting since she has uh, huge um, boobs and I've always fantasized about her. Is it worth throwing my chances to win the ship out the window for a chance to bang his wife? Jason. You want my thoughts on that? Yeah. Is that guy married? Like, did this, like... I'm assuming he's not married. I have more questions. One, I don't condone infidelity. Two, I think it forever creates problems in the relationship that does is allegedly condoning it. And three, I don't think that that's something that just like, eh, I could do it once. Eh. You know, and never go back to it. Like, no. I, I would not. No. Nope. I would stay far away from that. Very much problems. I mean, the guy's probably going to end up banging his wife anyway, right? Like, if she's up exactly. for it, like, she would have to be up for it. Uh, I bet they already are, and that's just, like, how he's casually bringing it up to his friend. Like, hey. And then it's like, huh. Uh, in in un in an unrelated story, because I uh, my wife I my wife uh, was uh, asking what I was giggling about on the couch on Thursday when I was sending the text message out, and uh, I went on to explain to her what the story was about, and she goes, "That's really funny because I offered the same thing in my league, and I had no takers." <laughs> Like they got to bang, like they got to bang you, and nobody yeah. wanted to bang you. Th- that's correct. <laughs> oh, is it an all women's league? Yes. <laughs> Maybe they're just introverted and they didn't want to make it awkward with her. My wife's the best. Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, week 10, here we come. Uh, good luck. Maybe we'll do some mid-season Sacco awards or something uh, over the next week. I don't know. Just throwing it out there as a potential idea. Uh, anyway, thank I'm you guys. In. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, good luck in your upcoming week. All right, go crush it. Add a Keaton Mitchell if you want to win your league and the bigger Shut dicker up. kicker. Oh, my God. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.